it's Samantha. And Maria. And we're the Clarity Co. Here to help the driven build their dreams. This podcast will help you gain clarity in your business, show up authentically, and scale with confidence. Our community exists to support you holistically. Because you're more than just a brand. You're a whole person. Here to make an impact on the world. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Clarity Co. I am Maria and I am here with Sam. Hey, Sam. How's it going? Well, it's good, but, um, you know, we should talk a little bit about Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, you guys, you don't even know. Seriously, this morning I was on like a war path and I was messaging Sam all morning, like WTF, I cannot get wheels to work. First of all, first of all, has any, has any, well, I can't even talk you guys. This, this is the problem. Has anyone ever experienced where they're in Instagram and they're recording a reel in Instagram and it suddenly says like, you've exceeded the limit of your recordings. No, I've only had it say like when I'm uploading videos to match an audio, it will tell me like you've exceeded the limit for this audio like there's no No. room but not when I was recording so I don't know did you already put the audio on there uh no (laughs) so then I don't know why it would do that that's (laughs) weird like it's like you've recorded too many reels this month Maria never mind get out That's what it felt like. Okay. And then I didn't even tell you this, Sam. So then I was like, whatever. Okay. So I'm just going to like, because it wasn't letting me save it. It was, it was like being super, super crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of the audio. I'm going to get rid of my little, um, my sound effects. I'm just going to get rid of everything. Like my filter, everything. I'm just going to get rid of it all. And hopefully maybe all that's like being crazy. So then I went back in to like, you know, like my, my clips all of a sudden it was playing two different audios. It was playing the sound effects. <laughs> it's just oh my nuts. gosh. Okay. It's like Instagram, you're drunk. Never mind. Full on. Sleep it all. Yeah, it was nuts. Anyway. That's um, too much. I mean, uh, it has been a rough one for me. I, I haven't had too bad of Mercury retrogrades this last year, but I will say it's funny, like, because I'm definitely like a, a glass half full girl. And so I don't ever dwell on like the crazy shit that happens in my life, but a lot of crazy shit happens to me. And when I like compile it all together and think about it, I'm like, you know, (laughs) that is pretty funny. But like, I, I didn't feel like the Mercury retrogrades were super bad this year. So I wasn't anticipating it being horrible. Um, But this year it has been rough. I have had a lot of clients launch during this time because obviously it's fall and tech things have just been horrible and then like people's just like schedules and stuff have been so wonky and then um I've been sick like this entire month it has been horrible we're going yes oh my gosh yes day 15 now of being sick I feel a lot better I thought it was better last week but honestly I'm not like you know when you're getting sick and you finally start to see the light at the end of the tunnel you're like oh I'm better like no I still need to be resting like you can probably still hear it in my voice and my ears are still plugged (laughs) I have not been able to hear anything for the last two weeks and it's driving me nuts but um I think that usually we expect a big Instagram outage overall every Mercury retrograde like it literally always happens but this time it seems to be like more little weird individual nuances that have been happening so 
Um, I actually was telling the girls this on the quarterly planning party last week that I have created um, a little mini calendar of when all the Mercury retrogrades are and when all the holidays are next year so that it's like easier to plan lunches <laughs> and everything. Yes. If the technology isn't going to work, like, you know, it definitely hinders our launch. And it's, it's not necessarily one of those things that we need to like plan around and completely avoid because it's it's a long time a lot of times it's like a month long so we we obviously have to still like work and do life during that time but it's also nice to know like okay I need to make my reels in advance and save them in two places or you know something like that yeah yeah we can't expect things to work well, I mean, it's so true you say that because like I was just talking to someone and they were like, oh my gosh, all my drafts in, in yeah. Instagram like disappeared. I'm like, I'm so surprised. I was thinking about that last week. I had three drafts in there and I was like, I'm surprised these are still here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, I mean, it's so crazy. And yeah, like you said, I mean, you still have to do life. You still have to launch your membership or launch your subscription or whatever it is. I mean, heck we launched our let's get real subscription right in the middle of Mercury retrograde. And and we had issues. (laughs) (laughs) We did have issues. Oh my gosh, we did. (laughs) Yeah. The link was not working on Instagram. Like Instagram also was marking our, all of our posts as COVID related and like, yes, not COVID like disclaimer on them. I'm like, I can't even think of one word I've put in here that has anything to do with COVID. Like I didn't put the word shot. I didn't put the pandemic, nothing. And I'm just like, what did I do? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this morning I was just about to lose my mind and yeah, just the last few weeks, it's been crazy. And yeah, I think like, like you said, we can't not do life, but I also think as it was happening, I'm just like freaking retrograde. This is it. This is what's happening. At least I can blame it on something other than my, you know, old phone and (laughs) (laughs) just got to roll with it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So with that being said, today's topic that we are going to talk about is competition. And before we hopped on, Sam was like, um, do you have a lot to talk about? And I was like, oh, Sam, competition. <laughs> I've got a lot. <laughs> so really I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to roll on it out with it, especially because um, Sam's computer died like right before we jumped on and, you know, <laughs> we don't know what to expect right now. So, okay, let's talk competition. First and foremost, Sam and I, I mean, fully 100% agree that the whole, you know, solution to being overwhelmed with competition is to just not pay attention to it. Um, Like just stay in your lane. I think that number one, if we can get anything out into the ether is that you need to just stay in your lane. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience with competition so that you can understand that you are not alone and it is okay to have all your feelings, all of your feelings are validated. So when I launched OC Mom Collective, I was very naive in how much competition was out there doing exactly, I am talking like literally exactly the exact same thing I was doing. And it really made, it really shook my confidence a lot when I focused too much on it, or I paid a little bit too much attention, more attention than I should. Um, And especially because some of my contributors that I had would like, you know, maybe share 
a competitor's something or share um, a competitor's post or something like that. And it just really would, you know, chap my ass for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. And I think I had to get to a place. So, um, you know, there were, when I launched, obviously I was a baby site, right? Mm-hmm. There were people that had been doing this for years and had thousands, hundreds of thousands of page views. This is, I launched before, um, uh, Instagram pay like business pages were like huge. And after Facebook was giving Facebook pages, all the likes. So like one of our uh, sister sites, Jack's moms, Jacksonville, Florida, they started when Facebook was giving away likes on pages. So they had like over a hundred thousand likes on their Facebook page. That's like unheard of. I was rolling with like 350, 350. (laughs) I mean, to get one person to like my page was a huge accomplishment. So just looking at that between Jax and me, Jax was not my competition, but I felt so inferior to them. And I just had to remember where I started and what was happening when they started. So I think number one, you have to like, look at where you started and where they started. Some people are born with a silver spoon, right? Like they just have, they've like got into the game at the exact right time. And, and Facebook was giving away the likes. They didn't have to pay for likes. Their reach was, you know, they just had a really good organic reach. It was back when Facebook actually made sense. Exactly. And then same thing with Instagram. You know, I kind of got into Instagram before uh, I like started my business page before there were a ton of like quote unquote influencers. I remember when the term, this is how old I am. (laughs) I remember when the term influencer, that's what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we found out it was a new term. And so we decided that we were going to start using it. And that's what we were going to call ourselves. Obviously we've made a hard left and got out of that. Once the influencer term got, you know, sullied, Mm. but, um, (laughs) I think, you know, for me, the entire time I did Osinom collective, there was a, I could name like 25 competitors off the top of my head. There was OC mom blog, OC mommies, um, you know, uh, Sandy toes and popsicles. Like I, I can still name them even though I haven't owned the business in over a year. Yeah. And just to clarify, you saw your competitors, not as your sister sites in other cities, right. but as the locals around you who are doing something similar, who were influencing moms in the area. Yeah. And who, you know, especially when I'd go to advertisers would say, well, your X amount of followers or your X amount of page views aren't as high as OC Monologue or whatever it may be. And that really, you know, when someone tells you you're not good, like, oh, or you're not good enough. I mean, that really like hits you in the gut. Like, oh, like nobody wants to hear that. Even though I was very proud of the content we were putting out and we were doing really well. And we had, you know, I had to constantly remind myself we are worth it. Like we have followers who like are super active and want to be a part of our community and are in it to win it. But, you know, when you have all this competition making you think that, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have the million, so I'm not worth it, which is just not So does it feel like you're, um, the comparison was not so much coming from competition to competition, but more so your advertisers and your clients like comparing you? 
Yeah, I would say definitely advertisers would compare, you know, like I'd reach out to get a um, sponsorship and they would be like, oh, well, we, we advertise with OC mom blog because they have like, you know, 50,000 and whatever, and you only have 10,000. And so (laughs) that's so funny to me too, because that was back before people, and I still won't say they fully understand this, but it was back before people understood at all that likes don't necessarily mean anything or followers don't necessarily mean anything that they could be bought and sold very easily. And, um, that 10,000 quality is far better than 50,000 people that are actually, uh, bots in India, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I also think too, you know, the one thing that it did, I will say the one thing that really spurred me on is I tried to focus, like Sam said, I tried to focus on showing actual results so for example, my birthday party guide, I worked my tail off to get that to be uh, like, I, at one point it was number one on a Google search. Yeah. And I think it dropped to like two. Um, so yeah, that, that was huge because mm-hmm. if you're number one or two, I mean, like SEO doesn't lie. And yeah. that, that birthday, those guides, the guides that I did, oh man, they went off the chain. And it's because of, you know, I was, I was not relying on, you know, showing, well, I have 700 likes on Facebook. It's like, no, I have like actual, like, this is real. So yeah. Anyway, that was a huge long tangent, but I'm just here to tell you that if you're like bombarded with feelings of doubt because of competition, you aren't alone. And also you can't lean into them. You have to stay in your lane because you are worth it. And what you're doing, whether 20 other people are doing it, you're still bringing something unique and different to the table. And that's the other thing I focused on was bringing something unique and different. None of my other competition in the area did events and I did. And so that would set me apart from them. So also too, I would say, if you're like stressed about competition, figure out what you, what is special about you and what makes you unique because nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. And I, on that note, I think a lot of our girls that listen to this podcast are personal brands. They're the face of their brand. They Mm -hmm. are their brand for all intents and purposes. And I think what they fail to realize is, yeah, if someone is already talking about this, that doesn't matter because that someone is never going to be you. That's like saying like, oh, I can't, I, I won't make it because this person is already doing that. Well, someone can follow both of you. That's like someone can have more than one friend, right? They can follow more than one influencer. They can follow more than one creator. They can still buy things from your like to know it and her like to know it, or, you know, Mm -hmm. get inspiration from you and her. Um, And then I hear a lot of the girls who are considering making memberships, they will not only compare themselves, but also just decide that, oh, it's not good because this is already being done. Well, here's the thing is like everyone has their own audience and there are plenty of fish in the sea for you to still carry out what you were, were made to do. And it really doesn't matter who's doing what at the end of the day, because they have their own audience and what's set aside for you and what's made for you is already set aside for you. No one can take it away. No one can manipulate it. No one can do anything. Only you have the power to show up and go and get it. No one can take away your destiny. Right. And I mean, if you don't do it, then sure. You take it away from yourself. But at the end of the day, your competition is never winning what was truly and rightfully yours because it was theirs. 
if it's theirs, it's theirs. If it's yours, it's yours. And a lot of people do worry too about, oh, you know, like in the membership world, I don't know if I want other guests to come in and talk about their membership because they might leave my membership and join their membership. Mm, uh-huh. Probably not. Um, it's just not super likely that they can't yeah. be both. Now, if they're really on a budget and they're really ready to leave your membership and go over to their, like to, to that new membership, it's not like they're actually your competition. It's definitely going to be a different, uh, Kate, like a different, uh, course of study, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but that just means that they're, they're ready to move on. Right. It doesn't mean that like they're leaving you and, you know, we get all these feelings and it comes up a lot in membership. And, um, it's, it's like, I, I it's not, I wouldn't say that it's as heavy with the followers. Cause we don't, we talked about this on our quarterly planning party, but we don't typically go and look at like, Oh, who unfollowed me today. Right. Yeah. Right. We don't try to do the investigative stuff with that. Like, you know, we might do that with our email list, which is kind of toxic to do. Um, but we'll do that with our members too. And we'll be like, Oh, well, so-and-so left. So now they hate me. Well, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, and we get caught up in our feelings. And when it comes to competition, we we're always comparing ourselves. So I have a strategy that I don't know how healthy it is or (laughs) if it's technically correct, Um, but it really has worked for me where I do not follow anyone who does what I do. No one, because Mm -hmm. I never want to feel in my brain like I copied someone else. I never want to feel threatened by them. I never want to feel like they're further along than me. I just can't, like I know myself and I can't do it. I, so I have a boundary with that. And I, like, I had some lady, (laughs) this pissed me off. And let me, I want to know how you guys feel about this. I feel like there's an unspoken rule that when you're in the same industry that you don't go and download that person's freebie. Mm, Yeah. Right. If you're trying to do the exact same thing they do. So here's what happened. This lady who has never had a membership in her life, who has never taught membership in her life or built memberships. Meanwhile, I built about 20 before I ever felt comfortable calling myself that or advertising publicly that I helped people build memberships. Um, Same thing with Instagram stuff. I worked directly with clients building Instagram strategies at my job before I ever started my business. Like you have to have the experience before you start the business. Yeah. You know, we've got a lot of Instagram professionals these days who think, oh, I can just start an Instagram account and I have a business, but that's separate. So anyway, this lady winds up in my requests folder in my DMs and it was the day that my dog died. <laughs> so I was like, and she's like, hey, Sam, I saw that you, uh, that you help people with memberships. I just started doing the same thing. How long have you been doing it? And I'm like, well. Um, you could see if you like actually looked at my profile, I don't know what your motive is here, but she had just downloaded my freebie. Um, And I was like, why would you do that? That is so off to me. I'm like, clearly you don't know what you're doing and you have intentions of copying my freebie. And I used to be so much more like guarded about this stuff because when we started content connection, a lot of you guys have probably had this conversation with me, but we had probably five people in the first month who were friends of mine come up and tell me this is an amazing idea. I'm going to copy it. Not, I want to open a chapter. We definitely had 
you know, lots of people want to open chapters and want to partner with us, but they straight up told me they were going to copy me and they tried and they used us like they tagged us. Um, Oh no, they used pictures from our event advertising their event. And I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, I've, I've experienced, um, I had contributors tell me that they were going to do what I was going to do, but they were going to do it for free. Cause I just didn't feel like it was, it was, uh, appropriate to charge, you know, like make money. And, um, I remember being like, okay, good luck because it's a lot of work. And if you're willing to do it for free, sure, 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 sure. I mean, I was annoyed and irritated. Like who comes up to the owner or like you Sam, like who comes up to you and say, hey, I'm going to copy your idea and take your money. Like, Okay. So weird, right? Like yeah. the audacity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this was that same girl. I think if you guys have been around a while, you know that there was a naked girl on one of my calls. <laughs> and yes. some people think she did it on purpose. I'd like to think that she didn't and that it was like karma, but it was actually more detrimental to me than anything because I had to pay my assistant an hour to <laughs> edit her bush out. but anyway something you never thought that you would have to do like on my list of things to do today definitely not something I was anticipating doing after that webinar (sighs) but um she so the awkward thing was I had lunch with her immediately after that was scheduled and this was a I'll buy you tacos if I can pick your brain lunch and I was like oh hell no at this lunch I was like (laughs) no you won't copy me actually and I'll take legal action if you do and I think she thought I was such a bitch but I was like bro I just had to pay two hundred dollars to edit your bush out of my photo like I'm done messing around yeah yeah (laughs) like at this point she had already done like She'd already tried to launch her event. She'd already used our pictures. And then like a bunch of the girls from CNC were commenting on her stuff like, oh, like it content and connection. Is this content and connection? <laughs> so like, oh. like, that's how you know your girls have your back. But yeah, you know, you don't want to live in that place of fear that someone else is going to copy you. It's mm-hmm. nice when people have your back. Um, but at the end of the day, even if none of that stuff would have mattered and the karma of, you know, the naked camera situation uh, didn't happen, I don't think it would have worked out or it wouldn't have been a detriment to me is what I, is what I want to say. Yes. Is that yes. Because what was already set aside for me was already there. At the end of the day, you don't need to worry about competition as long as you're not being a menace. If you're out there copying someone else, creating an idea based on someone else's original idea, poaching their followers, you know, that kind of stuff, that's yucky. And I don't think that's going to work out for you. But if you have an original idea that comes to you and you want to portray it, and then you see, okay, there's already people doing this in other states or, you know, in other ways, I don't think you need to worry about it. You need to make sure that what you're doing is aligned with you and your goals and your people, and you're there to serve your people. And if someone else is already doing something similar, that's okay, because this is also your purpose. Um, Another example would be that there were already meetups that existed in San Diego. They were just not the vibe. So they were, when we started CNC, these were blogger meetups and people would go to these meetups and feel so just like outcasted because mm-hmm. the the vibe was if you guys know bloggers, if you know bloggers in real life you know like it's like an if you know yeah. you know, 
Um, <laughs> but it was just like a mean girls club. And I was like, mm, we're going to do something like this. That's for business owners. Bloggers are welcome. Everyone's welcome. Uh, but we're not going to be mean and we're not going to be yucky to each other. Cause that's not cool. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, um, one of the biggest things that you can do is just remember that, like you said, uh, this is one of the things I always remembered and would tell people like, just because one person wrote a song about love does not mean another person cannot write a song about love. Now it will be a different song about love, but there's a bajillion musicians. Like, you know, I think of all the music in all of the world, there's so much music out there. And are we really saying like, okay, we have enough, no more music. Like there can never be another musician because we have all the songs about love that we could ever, ever listen to. It's just not true. So like Sam said, you know, if you are making sure that you are a not copying, like do not copy somebody like that is not cool. Um, but if you have, you know, like some people are, you know, like we are doing a podcast, there are a bajillion podcasts and there are a lot of podcasts about business, but it's us, like it's Sam and Maria. Those two people are unique to business podcasting. Right. And so, and, and like you said, other people can listen too. there's just, you have to get out of your own head thinking that there can only be one. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to get out of your own head. Uh, like what Sam was saying, like, do not follow, do not follow your competition. If it's going to make you crazy, like, don't mm-hmm. do it. Um, don't pay attention. Just straight up. Don't pay attention to them. I, I did the same thing. I didn't follow them. I did have someone that I did have a competition, a competitor one time reach out to me and ask me if I would like to advertise on their platform. And I was like, mm, that's what I do. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. but, um, People listen to more than one podcast, you guys, exactly. I don't know about you, but I listen to quite a few podcasts. So mm-hmm. if you want to start a podcast, but there's already a business podcast, doesn't matter because your following your audience is there for you. Yeah. So all that to say, if you are in the trenches of competition and you're feeling overwhelmed, our biggest thing would be to just stay in your lane. Keep doing what you're doing. What is set aside for you is set aside for you. You just have to go out and get it. Yep. And, you know, again, if you, um, are, are thinking, Hey, I need some like rallying people, you know, we have quarterly planning parties and we will rally around you and we will help you. And we are here for you. So DM us, tag us. We would love to share your stuff. Um, and as always, if you want to be a part of the let's get real subscription, the link is in our bio. So, um, that is all we have for you guys today for our competition, but we will be back next week. So have a great week, everybody. See you later. Bye.